Hey there, welcome to today's edition of Verity Vitamins. These are mind renewal, medication, truth tablets, and the purpose of these are to renew our mind with the Word of God. Uh, Romans 12 talks about don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And uh, we want to we want to not deconstruct our faith, but examine ourselves whether we are in faith and test what is faith and what is not. We're not trying to deconstruct the Word or deconstruct our faith in the Word or, or anything like that. No, we want to examine ourselves whether or not we be in the faith so that our faith can be genuine. And real faith produces real fruit. <laughs> and it's a good thing. And I'm thankful for the Word of God and the faith that it produces in us. Praise God. But last week I talked about serving in love, serving the Lord in love. And I wanted to mention a few more things about that in today's episode, um, about what it means to serve the Lord in love. And I, I talked about how in Hebrews 6 it talks about God is not unjust to forget your good work and your labor of love. There's something about this labor of love that gets God's attention, and it means something to Him. It's a sweet-smelling savor to Him. And He wants us to serve Him in love, by love, with love, for other people, love for Him, and from a place of receiving His love. And that's the kind of service that's acceptable to Him. And I mentioned this, you know, you can't serve Him without being sensitive to Him. Serving Him has to do with being sensitive to Him. It's not a legalistic list that you check off. Okay, I did this, I did this, I did this, and I served Him. No, true service to God has to do with being sensitive to His Holy Spirit and being sensitive to the love of God that's on the inside of you. Because listen, if you're checking off the boxes, but you're ignoring love... If love's trying to get you to do something, if love's trying to prompt you to do something for somebody else, but but you're being legalistic and and checking the box, that's really not serving the Lord. And I, I've been in a series talking about love and legalism and how the Bible tells us that love is the fulfillment of the law. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep doing this until I run out of gas. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? When the Lord stops talking to me about this subject, I'll move on to something else. Um, but uh, love is a higher standard than legalism. And if you're legalistically serving the Lord, but love is trying to talk to you, trying to get you to do something, and you don't have time for love because of your legalism, I'm sorry, but that's really not serving the Lord. In order to serve the Lord, you have to be sensitive to Him. You have to be sensitive to the love that's shed abroad in your heart. And I, I, I came across this verse, and I thought it was interesting. In John 12, 26, Jesus is talking, and Jesus says this, If anyone serves me, let him, watch this, follow me. Oh, come on. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Now, I just did a podcast um, about faith for the future, and I, I'm doing a part two of it called Faith to Follow. And we'll see some things in there about this. But following him has to do with Moving when he says move and staying when he says stay. It means 
like that pillar of cloud and that pillar of fire in the Old Testament in Exodus, when it moved, they moved. And me serving him has to do with me following him and being where he is and going where he goes, staying where he stays. Do you see that? And it says, where I am, there my servant will be also. Oh, man, I'm seeing some things that I didn't even see before. If I'm serving him, I'm following him. And where he is is where his servants will be. Do you see that? Now, some people have have done what what he talked about in Revelations. What did he say? You've left your first love. Oh, come on. He said, you're laboring, you're patient, you're doing all these things, but you've left love. Oh, come on. You've left your first love. In other words, you're not where I am. You're still working. You're still, quote unquote, serving, but you're not where I am. I'm over here doing this, and you're still over there doing that. What you doing over there? You're still checking the boxes legalistically when love is over here. (laughs) He said, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. In order to serve the Lord, you've got to follow him, which means you've got to be sensitive to him, which means you're going to be where he is doing what he's doing. Do you see that? That's what it means to serve somebody. It means you're shadowing them. You're following them around. You are imitating them. You're learning from them. You're a disciple of them. But many times people get away from him and just focus on the legalistic service and do this, do that, do this, do that. And I talked about this in the last one, but Martha got mad at Mary because she was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Why? Because she was encumbered about with much serving. Well, what did Jesus say? You are careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good thing that won't be taken away from her. What was Martha doing? Martha is in the other room serving. Mary's at the feet of Jesus. Where Jesus is, there is Mary also. Oh, come on. And what did Jesus say? Where I am, there my servant will be. Oh, come on. Do you see this? Mary followed Jesus into the room, but Martha's still in the other room distracted. Do you see that? And and in in that context, he referred to Mary as his servant. (laughs) Now, Now, don't misunderstand me. There's a lot of people who sit in church week after week, and they call that serving the Lord. And it's not necessarily because the Lord wants them to be involved in things and wants them to be a part of things. And they think that by just going to church for 30 minutes once a week, that's serving the Lord. And that's not necessarily serving the Lord. Serving the Lord is following Him. There's many times that people, if they're sensitive to the Spirit, they would follow Jesus onto the clean team. (laughs) They would follow Jesus into the parking lot team. They would follow Jesus onto the camera team. Do you see this? It's not about that. It's about are you following him? Do you see that? To serve him is to follow him. And when you're serving him, that means you are where he is. But it doesn't look the same for everybody. And it's not about legalism and what people consider serving. It's about following him 
and it's about where I am, there you are. He said, where I am, there my servant will be. See, in that context with Mary and Martha, I'm, I'm seeing some of this for the first time. Martha was not the servant. Mary was. She was at his feet, receiving. And he said, where I am, there my servant will be also. Amen. Glory to God. That's some new revelation. I hadn't seen it before. But you got to be sensitive to him. you got to be sensitive to love in order to do that. And he said, that's where my servant's going to be, where I am. They're following me. They're listening to me. They're learning from me. They're receiving from me. That's my servant. That's my servant. Amen. Now, now, now look at this. I want to touch on this. Joshua 24. It says, verse 15, If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. Now, here's the thing you got to know. Uh, I, I don't build a lot of theology on uh, Bob Dylan songs. I believe it was Bob Dylan that sang, It may be the devil, it may be the Lord, but you're going to serve somebody. <laughs> and he got that right. Because here's the thing, you're going to serve somebody. It may not be the Lord. you got to choose. You're either going to serve him or you're going to serve something else. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve mammon. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve yourself. And ultimately, if you serve yourself, you're going to end up serving the devil. Because one of the devil's favorite ways to pull you into devil worship is to pull you into self-worship. Because that is devil worship. Because the devil worships himself. you got to watch out about that. Now, I'm not telling you you're a Satanist if you had a selfish moment. <laughs> don't, don't get extreme on me. I'm not getting extreme on you. But what I'm saying is you got to watch out for that. you got to watch out for that spirit. But you're going to serve somebody. But look at what he said. Uh, he said, if it seems good or evil to you to serve the Lord, you, you choose this day. Um, but, but he said this. He said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I want to say that again. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I believe it is God's will for families to serve the Lord together. And I mentioned this in, in the podcast that I just did that you cannot put your family first and be serving the Lord and following Him. If you're being led by your kids, you're not being led by Jesus. If you're being led by your spouse, you're not being led by Jesus. If you're being led by your parents or grandparents or great-grandparents, you're not being led by Jesus. And Jesus said, if you leave some, somebody in your family for my sake in the Gospels, you'll see, receive a hundredfold in this life. And there, there are multiple applications to that, but I believe one of the applications is that if you will obey me and put me first, things are going to get way better in your relationships. I mean, think about it. God is the best there is at relationships. And when you put him first and seek him first, your relationships are going to get better. And, and there's other things to talk about. There's other elements of that. And I'm not saying that's the whole counsel of God on that issue. But he said, as for me and my house, will serve the Lord. Is it important for you to invest time into seeing to it that the people in your household are serving the Lord alongside of you? Yes. 
Now, you can't control what people do outside of your house. And, and there comes a time when people grow up and they start their own household. And that's between them and them the Lord, whether or not they choose to serve the Lord with their household. But is it important to invest time and energy into seeing to it that you serve the Lord as a family? Yes. What if that's not the case? What if, you know, there's, a, there's an issue there. Should you take time to invest time to see to it that you're serving the Lord together? Yes, you should. That's, that's important. It's important to do everything in your power to see to it that you serve the Lord together. And how are you going to do that? When you're following Jesus, when you're sitting at the feet of Jesus, when you're putting him first, he will give you wisdom and revelation and show you how to do that in your household. Now, people have a free will, and you can't force people to serve God with you. You can do everything that you can do. That's why you've got to put him first in all things. But it's important that you invest time into seeing to it that you and your house serve the Lord.